but day two. Day two. Day two of the December matcha advent extravaganza. Uh, what what other words could I add on to that? No, you got all the words. <laughs> Welcome to day two of the tea time. Uh, I already fucked up. Welcome to the tea time. <laughs> Welcome to Tea Time with Ty and Thomas. This is day two of our 24 days of matcha, except that we already lost day 16. So, uh, day 16 days? might be it might be a, a freebie day. I don't think we'll be doing anything on day 16. Do you have any like extra matcha that's not that's not part of this box that we bought? Yeah, of course. And um, you know, we could I'm try some respecting tea consumer. <laughs> Just like day 16, we drink some of our own matcha. I'd be up for that. Cool. My matcha isn't, you know, top tier, uh, but maybe I can go get some different matcha. Uh-huh. Try something new. Yeah. Spice get, it up a little bit. Get that girl from the tea store to uh, recommend something for you. Yes. I, yesterday, I met a tea sommelier. Smollier, 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 Smollier. Are we French? I don't know. I, I don't know. Somebody that's a certified tea expert, and they gave me some lessons in matcha. How do you even get certified for tea? That's what I want to know. You, uh, you tea so you take hard. Take a bunch of classes. <laughs> I think you just take some classes and there's some sort of board that will be like, you understand now, you know. All right. I will not yeah. do that. Anyways, uh, we are day two. You have your Boxo Matcha ready to open up. I do, yes. Are, right. are we ready to unpack the second day? Yes. So day one, it was it was pretty good. The cream of Earl Grey. I, I love Earl Grey. It was some solid matcha, but I, I feel like maybe I messed up the brewing process a little bit. So I'm, I'm ready today. Uh, I'm all in. I've got some lessons. <laughs> I've got a new whisk. I'm ready. I'm ready for some matcha. All right. Three, two, one. I wonder what it's going to be. Oh my God. It's another little... What, 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 I don't know what else to call this bag other than like a dime bag. A sachet. <laughs> a sachet. Maybe. That's Pumpkin way more official pie. than my drug lingo. Pumpkin pie matcha. Do you like pumpkin pie? Um, Yes. The actual, not like the flavoring pumpkin you're talking about, like actual pumpkin pie. Yeah. Yeah, I like pumpkin pie. It kind of depends. It's all about, because like the taste is fine. I enjoy pumpkin, right? But it's all about the texture of a pumpkin pie for me. And I think that's really hard to perfect. There are some pumpkin pies that like just the texture is really good. Like it's just the right amount of consistency. Some are too runny, some are overcooked and that's no fun. If you get good crust and good texture, uh, I think you've nailed it. And I think the matcha kind of reflects that in a weird way where it's all about the consistency of the matcha, Thomas. So you gotta have it just the right amount of frothy, just the right amount of cream. You need the perfect matcha to water balance. <laughs> Damn, eloquence. You just related pumpkin pie to matcha. I was just gonna say pumpkin pie. I guess I eat it sometimes when it's available. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they pay me the big bucks, Thomas. <laughs> I eat it, but I wouldn't actively seek it out. That's insightful. Pumpkin pie might be one of those things where the last time I ate it was in high school when they served it as the 
cafeteria specialty. I'm I'm gonna say Thomas that you're not allowed to have an opinion of pumpkin pie if the last time you ate it was what six seven years ago. I I think I think your taste buds and your palate have changed. You as a person has changed. You you have to you have to try pumpkin pie again. I honestly. I mean I I had pumpkin pie last week. Really? Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. I had tons of pumpkin pie actually. My and just just like I said, some was a little well done, some was a little too runny, and then there was one pumpkin pie that was just right. What did like five different people from your family all bake pumpkin pies? Three of them did actually, and you know what's that old nursery rhyme? It was like one was too big, <laughs> one was too small, and one was just right. You, is that is that ringing any bells? Or am I oh, yeah, having yeah, like yeah. a, the, a the, mental um, break right now? <laughs> oh, what what's it called? Yeah, it's like. This girl sneaks into like the bear family's house. Yes, or some shit. Yes, yes. What is the name and then of that she, nursery? She could have. She should have been absolutely murdered because she just squatted on this family's house. Okay. Anyways, not just any family. A family of bears. It's sort of God. <laughs> Let this little girl just come in there, eat all their porridge, and sleep in the beds. I mean, that that's not flying in 2021. Yeah, but uh, I don't know where I would even get. Pumpkin pie. To be perfectly honest, like, when's the last time I had an opportunity to even try pumpkin pie? Thomas, here's here's what I think you should do. You should go out and find a nice recipe for pumpkin pie, and just spend an afternoon making a pumpkin pie for yourself. And we can round back to this conversation, and you can give me an informed, concise opinion on pumpkin pie. You you want me? To try to make my own pumpkin pie and then judge how good it is. How would I even know if what I made uh, was was trash or not? You can follow not? a recipe, okay? You, <laughs> it's it's not hard to follow recipes when you're getting fancy when you can mess things up. Maybe there'll be like a fancy restaurant that I go to that happens to sell pumpkin pie, and then I'll order a piece for Wiz or Ty. Fuck. <laughs> Who is Wiz? Anyways, we should probably actually brew this. So. This is the brewing intermission. Are we back? Are we ready? Yep. We both somehow finished making our teas at basically the exact same time. It was actually kind of amazing. I planned it. I, I kind of calculated how long I thought you would take and, you know, it took about that much time. No, we obviously both know how to brew matcha properly and <laughs> have the same equipment and we just finished at the same time have the same equipment uh not yet <laughs> i will say uh after my my crash course in matcha or yesterday afternoon the consistency of this looks a lot different just looking at the coloration you can tell it's a little bit better mixed together there is some frothiness on the top of it and all in all it's, it's pretty good. I, I originally added it to only eight ounces of water and tasted that a little strong. I definitely felt like you could dilute it a little bit further. So this is probably about a 12, 10 to 12 ounces of water that I have right now, which I believe the package recommended eight ounces. It was not eight ounces, 16 ounces, like yeah, a full cup. It was five to six scoops for 16 ounces. Yeah. So a full cup, not an actual measuring cup, but like, you know. A mug. Yeah. A full mug. I used uh, three scoops for eight ounces. Three scoops for eight ounces, yeah. So you can squeeze out two cups. Uh, the, oh my gosh, the whisk, it changes it, Thomas. Oh, I can't wait to get mine then. It's not the same. Not even a little bit. 
the motion. I don't know if you know this, but the M motion. Uh, it's an M or a Z, and you just go really fast back and forth, uh, and it works well. It works really well. Also, I got a tip yesterday. They recommend you brew all this matcha at 185, but um, going a little bit cooler uh, could actually help with the brewing process, allegedly. I, I don't know the science behind that, but I was told to just brew it a little bit colder, typically. Okay. I brewed mine at exactly um, 85 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. 185, I believe. Okay. Are you ready to try this? Yeah, cheers, Thomas. All right, cheers. Hmm, I'm gonna, uh, I need a couple of sips. I'm, I'm not quick to the trigger. You can actually taste the matcha a bit more in this one. I think I pick up on a hint of pumpkin. This isn't how you would typically expect pumpkin flavoring. Like, this isn't a pumpkin spice latte. This isn't pumpkin spice. I guess they didn't say this was pumpkin spice. They said it was pumpkin pie. It's a little creamier, a little smoother than the kick you get from the pumpkin spice seasoning that you might be used to in a normal latte you'd get at a coffee shop. But to your point of the matcha, can, can you describe what you mean by you taste the matcha a little bit more? A little bit more than uh, yesterday. Yeah, I do get a hint of pumpkin. This is not pumpkin spice. This is pumpkin pie. But I feel like yesterday, maybe the sugar in yesterday masked the matcha a little bit more. But this one, there's more of a hint of matcha in it than before. I mean, compared to straight matcha, it's not a lot, but it's more than the previous day. I think I see what you're saying, because uh, these are all different flavored matchas. So this one, the flavor is a little less overbearing and you are kind of just able to pick out just that, that base matcha flavoring. Yeah, yeah, the, the base flavoring of matcha itself. The aftertaste on this one doesn't line up with the rest of it. I don't know if you've kind of sat with it for a second, but it's almost like this tart taste in the middle of your tongue. Are you getting that at all? I do get a slight tinge. It is very slight for me. Yes, yes, it is It is a slight. Uh, which, uh, it's just that, like, that little note, though, and the aftertaste of like that little ting on your tongue, that little bit of tartness. I find that that's very unique. I, I don't know if you can call it complex, because it's kind of coming in the aftertaste, just not like all in the initial intake, but it, it is it is different. It's a little bit of a roller coaster of a ride of a cup of tea. Very smooth, creamy, like a little sweet at the beginning. And then as you sit with it and as it kind of develops, it, it changes into this, this tart, more unique flavoring that you weren't really expecting, which you have to be looking for it. I do agree that when you first drink it, there is a weird like kick of sweetness that immediately goes away. It really does dissipate like surprisingly fast. All right, I finished my cup. I have about a sip left. And I do see at the bottom, there's like... This isn't matcha, this is like parts of the pumpkin pie, I'm assuming. Um, the <laughs> pumpkin the pie flavoring. Pie. I don't know, you know how when you drink like a spice drink or something, there are like flecks of something in there? And you're like, oh, those flecks indicate that it's spiced. There are little flakes at the bottom of my cup. What are you? Because you are not matcha. 
Oh, those little flakes are kind of sweet. I bet. Yeah, I think you were spot on, Thomas. I think it's it's got to be the whatever they were using to flavor it, like pumpkin. The fact that it doesn't mix with the matcha, like I I bet. You know, you and I both said the pumpkin pie flavoring was a little was a little lacking. I, I bet this is probably a to me at least. This seems like this is a little bit of a, a hiccup on there, and it didn't mix well. It looks like a lot of the flavoring was kind of lost at the bottom of the cup. Yeah, like you would have to uh, constantly stir the matcha for for you to get the optimal flavor, uh, which it's it's non obvious, right? Yeah, I, I think if you it's it's not you we really didn't even figure it out till the end of the cup there but yeah i think if you take that cup and you do turn up the flavor profile just a little bit like uh, drill down into the pumpkin flavoring initially i think i think it adds to it definitely um especially when you're expecting like a, a pumpkin pie flavored cup uh, that was that was a little underwhelming it's a little underwhelming but i feel like because it's more mild it's it's a bit more drinkable like the the pumpkin pie flavoring is pretty light and i could probably have like another cup of this before i throw in the towel okay so that's what i'd say also in terms of like aroma there wasn't much aroma for me i almost forgot we were even scoring that because when i was brewing it i didn't i didn't smell anything yeah like and i had to sitting here with it, it that's yeah wow i've totally forgot about that that was that was a very underwhelming. I, I, you know, honestly, I think if I'm going to describe this whole cup, I'd call it underwhelming. I You're right. the The word is underwhelming, um, which, in a sense, is kind of okay. It's underwhelming in the sense that at least it's not an overpowering, terrible matcha. But it's also, yeah, underwhelming in that if I bought this, I would have expected more pumpkin pie. And if I yeah. did buy this, maybe I would put like a couple extra scoopfuls into my cup. Once I like, you know, realize that it is underwhelming and I just dial in the ratio a bit more. Sure, sure. I, I think I agree with all of that. I will say just to add to that a little bit, I, even if they didn't nail the flavor profile on the second one, the matcha was still very good. Yeah, some of these flavors are hit and miss. But I mean, honestly, though, Thomas, think about it. You, you're putting out an advent calendar of tea. How many different flavors of matcha can you come up with? You need 24 different flavors of matcha. Uh, that that's no that I mean to come up with 24 solid flavors of matcha would be very difficult. Some of these are gonna be a miss. That's just a given. You could give like you could you could have I I don't know how to word this, but you could you could have the best people putting together this, and I'm sure Davis T pretty much does. And some of these are gonna miss. Some of these might hit with some people and miss with others. Uh, you know, you're not going to put the perfect cup of matcha in every single one of these 24 uh, different boxes here. And on that note, I think it's time to review this cup of matcha. I literally can't wait for us to get to matcha where one of us just absolutely hates it. <laughs> Pumpkin pie matcha. All right, Thomas, you, you want to start us off? Aroma. Uh, two stars. Two out of five. Yep. This is a standardized on five. Uh, we're rating on mouthfeel, taste, and aromatics. We're sitting at a average of two right now. Oh, Jesus. For, <laughs> <laughs> for the pumpkin pie matcha. So talk to me about the taste, Thomas. The taste, very subtle. That could be a good or a bad thing. 
when you first drink your first sip, like right after you mix the matcha, you get like a burst of sweetness. And then as you continue drinking it, as we figured out, uh, turns out that the pumpkin pie flavoring kind of settles to the bottom, which is not great. So for flavoring, I would actually do maybe just a flat... No, wait, hmm. I like the fact that it's not overpowering. That's the issue. I do not like the fact that I have to think about whether or not I'm actually tasting pumpkin pie. So maybe a flat three. I'll just like, it's a wash. All right. It's a wash. And then finally, uh, the mouthfeel. Talk to me about the, the physical presence. So as I was saying before about the, the flavoring settling to the bottom of the tea, as you get to the bottom, it feels slightly more grainy. And I'm guessing that's because you're like catching more of that flavoring. Other than that, it seems just like a standard matcha. Like, it's fine. I don't know how to rate that. Uh, what did I rate last <laughs> yesterday's matcha? You gave, you gave the cream of Earl Grey a 4 on mouthfeel. Okay, I'll give it a 4. Alright. So, overall, you gave it a 2 for aromatics, a 3 for taste, and a 4 for mouthfeel. Your overall rating of this cup of tea is a... I would give it a 3.2. 3.2. Slightly below well, the cup of Earl Grey, which you awarded a 3.5. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough race. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for me, I'll go in the same order as you. The aromatics, I might have not have been as present as I would have liked for the brewing process and uh, drinking it. You know, I, I didn't actively go out of my way to soak up the smell as much as I could have. But, you know, when I, I was sitting there making the matcha, pouring the hot water over, I, I didn't get much. I didn't, I didn't feel it. I didn't smell it. And when I was drinking it, that wasn't something that caught my attention. And even at the end, uh, when we, we kind of did realize that we, we haven't been thinking much about the smell of this cup of tea, it didn't have much in the way of like a, a presence of smell like a lot of these teas do I, I mean some like yesterday i mean brewing that cream of earl grey tea that smell that came off of it when you poured the hot water on it was it was divine it was easily the best part of that entire experience so for today i'm this might be a little harsh but i'm going with a two for aromatics for taste my gut instinct is to score this really low i think david's tea kind of messed up here and how they balanced this tea. I think the way they flavored it, it didn't mix well. I, I think they meant for it to be a little bit stronger and uh, the pumpkin pie taste was lost, but it had this very unique tart aftertaste, which we've talked about, and that kind of brought it back. And it was a very redeeming quality. So I think with that said, I will award it a three solely because of that little, that little tinge of tartness and as for mouthfeel uh today was the first day i had used my new matcha whisk i thought it foamed rather nicely it did combine obviously better than yesterday uh, but still even properly whisked there there were these little 
flakes of what I'm assuming flavoring, what, what was the pumpkin pie flavoring uh, that you would occasionally catch. And we even see them now at the bottom of the cup, just kind of hanging out there as stragglers. So I will award this one a three for mouthfeel as well. So my overall rating of this cup, I'm going to give it a 2.7. All right. Which is drastically down from my cup of real gray, which I awarded a 4.1 post-revision of mouthfeel, which I just awarded an average score of three. But Thomas, give me your one-sentence review of the pumpkin pie matcha to close this up. Okay. One-sentence review from someone who hasn't eaten pumpkin pie in seven years? <laughs> um, uh, is this pumpkin pie? Question mark. That's, that's my one-sentence review. <laughs> that... You know, that kind of nailed it. This is pumpkin pie. I, that, that encapsulates it well. All right. Well, that does it for day two of our 24 days of matcha. Uh, except that there, I forgot, there are treats in the 24 days, apparently. Uh, we'll figure it out. Anyways, so that ends day two. And we will catch you guys tomorrow. As long as I can get these episodes out. Uh... Shit, what's the ending again? It's... Uh, yeah, we, we have a number of different socials you can follow us on. Tea Time Not Show is the website. All these will be uploaded to Apple Podcasts. It is... Ooh, I'm, I'm going to get the name right today. Uh, Tea Time with Thomas and Ty on Apple Podcasts. You can just look that up. There's a number of different episodes now on there. Some of us... Some of them just really me and Thomas drinking miscellaneous teas and goofing around. Uh, but others a little more structured where we actually do get into the minutia of different cups of tea like we just did today. Um, we also have a Twitch channel, which we stream on occasionally, probably not anytime soon as the uh, advent calendar is not conducive to <laughs> streaming. Uh, but that is the Tea Guys. Uh, so twitch.tv slash Tea Guys or the Tea Guys. Yeah, um, Tea Guys. I believe taken. that is it. <laughs> well, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. All right, bye.